0: welcome to getting your dream smile with cosmetic dentistry this is where we discuss and help patients get what they want in a smile while being totally informed whether it is porcelain veneers bonding whitening or invisalign you'll find out what is best for your situation everything you should know where and who to see and all the costs involved stay tuned
1: Welcome back to Getting Your Dream Smile with Cosmetic Dentistry. My name is Sabrina, your co-host for today, and I work with Dr. Esham to inform the public about the best ways to achieve your best smile with cosmetic dentistry. Our podcast discusses the benefits and what you need to know as a patient about cosmetic dentistry. Today, we'll be talking to Dr. David Esham, who has been practicing cosmetic dentistry for 25 years as a credentialed cosmetic dentist from the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry and specializing in minimally invasive cosmetic dentistry. Dr. Esham loves sharing his recommendations when it comes to getting a great smile, and today we'll be going over frequently asked questions from our patients. Let me introduce to you all Dr. David Esham.
0: Thank you, Sabrina. Yeah, of course. Appreciate getting back on uh, the podcast with you again. Uh, a lot has happened in the last month or so since we haven't posted, but uh, it was exciting. I, I got to go to a dental meeting in Las Vegas and it was an Invisalign meeting, by the way. And so it was the first time as dentists, we've all been able to come together and and, and see each other. And so that was really, really thrilling. Um, um, I went there to not only attend the meeting, but to lecture. and so. I lectured on some of the minimally invasive techniques that I use after someone's finished with Invisalign. And then um, I had also been working towards my fellowship in uh, Invisalign orthodontics. So I received my uh, fellowship there. So it was really nice and it was a great celebration and got to go with my wife and my son and see a lot of people I haven't seen for a long time. So it's good to be back at work and good to be back at talking to patients. And helping them um, get their best smiles uh, with cosmetic dentistry. Yeah, right. So I love the topic you picked Awesome. and um, I'm happy to answer your questions. Um, I think we have a few from viewers yes. so um, so why don't you do the first one from the viewer and then uh, I'll do um, then we can talk about the one I, I received on my, our Instagram account.
1: Alrighty so right now we're going to be sharing a picture from Joan, she recently reached out to us on our Google form, which you can fill out with the QR code on the screen. And she said, after having traditional orthodontics, I have spaces much like the last patient's picture from the March 23rd podcast. And I'm interested in BioClear or veneers or porcelain veneers, but have been told by my regular dentist that my tissue is thin and also I have a loose tooth from the way my bite has changed. Would I be a candidate for either BioClear or porcelain veneers given my current situation? Love your podcast.
0: Well, great. Um, That's a great question, and I get this question a lot. Um, And so um, with patients like this, um, usually in your 40s and your 50s, um, you start developing spaces because your teeth become worn. And then the lower teeth seem to be pushing against the upper teeth a little harder. And they open up spaces. Uh, That combined with losing some height of your gum that happens either with gum disease or with just getting older. And so in Joan's instance, um, that's kind of what's happened. And she's asking us how we would fix this. And um, once we got the patient's gums nice and healthy, and uh, that's generally pretty easy to do, uh, we end up, you know, with a space like this that you might be able to see out here on the screen, if you're watching us on YouTube, Uh, but imagine her two front teeth and one of her side teeth kind of like separated and left a little space in there. And um, that space just needs to be closed. And as long as Joan doesn't want um, a whole change in the color of her teeth, uh, we can just add uh, to both teeth so that we close this space evenly and then it's pretty much invisible. So again, this is a minimally invasive technique called BioClear diastema disclosure, because a space in dentistry is called a diastema. And so we would add half to her one side tooth and half to the other tooth, and then that space would basically just disappear. And all in all, she wouldn't have to have any tooth structure removed and it wouldn't cost as much as trying to do two porcelain veneers. So, um, Joan, you can have that fixed easily. And an estimate for something like that in our office runs somewhere between 650 and $1250, uh, depending on the space and the size of the teeth that we need to cover. So easy to fix, and we get this asked that question all the time.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad we covered this because I think having a space between your teeth is a very good solution. The BioClear is a very good solution for that, and that really helps with not having to take away any tooth structure. And it's a very simple solution.
0: Yeah, and it's all additive, no tooth structure removed. So, um, so yeah, so that was a, a question we get all the time, and I'm glad we got to answer it. Mm-hmm. So next, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the next one, Sabrina, and. I'm going to share um, a uh, a question from uh, someone who asked us on Instagram. And by the way, you can check us out on Instagram. Just type in David Esch of DDS, and you'll find us. And you can send us pictures just like this young lady did and ask us questions about her teeth. And so in this picture, um, you can see how... Um, flat this person's teeth are Um, you know the edges are just straight across and for those listening imagine someone kind of sandpapering your forefront teeth and that happens when people grind their teeth and the rest of the tooth basically three-quarters of it is all good and the gums are healthy and the teeth are generally white but over time unbeknownst to this young lady with grinding her teeth you know they just ended up flat like that and so most people like to have a a more rectangular tooth rather than a square tooth and so we get this question a lot is hey can i just add to the edge of my tooth and so you know the answer to that is yes but if you do it with an old technique called bonding it wouldn't last very long because you're just barely bonding to a very, very thin edge of the tooth without much to grip to, and then you bite into some French bread or pizza and poof, that edge is gone. But fortunately, again, with BioClear and warm injection molding and new veneers, we can restore this edge of this patient's uh, front teeth with a material that's warm injected molded, and then just covers about halfway down or two. Like that and then we would do the other one lengthen the edge and then just cover and make our edge disappear on our BioClear uvineer so that she would have two longer front teeth and then we would make the two side teeth a little bit longer also and then this patient's smile my drawings not the best if you're on YouTube but it's okay I'm a better dental artist than I am a computer artist but the smile would curve, you know, if you follow the edges, they would curve and follow the curve of her lower lip, and I think that would be a very conservative way to make this person smile so much better and the way she wants it, without grinding on her teeth. So, so we can't we do those things, and you can send us pictures, and we will get back to you, and um, and give you our ideas and even an estimate. So, uh, so uh, there are wonderful ways in cosmetic dentistry to have a better smile. So, give us a call or send us a picture. We'll be happy to tell you about it.
1: Great. And then I also had a question about this case. Um, when you add the BioClear and the composite onto the teeth, would it end up being bulkier or would it look bulkier or would they, do you do blend it in well with the natural teeth?
0: Well, you know, if you add to a tooth, a tooth does get bigger. But does it get perceptibly bigger is the big question. And so that's where the artistry and the warm injection molding meet together to give us a very thin layer of the material that is imperceptible for the most part. And um, and then still give us the strength. So no, you wouldn't have anything like that. Uh, at least not when it's done correctly with BioClear.
1: Awesome. So. Sounds good.
0: So um, so those are a couple of questions from our viewers. And so now uh, we're going to go over a couple of questions that come up all the time uh, when patients either call us or they come in. So um, if you've looked or listened to our podcast, you've probably heard the answers to these questions. But we'll go over them again for our new viewers. And um, you know, the biggest question people have for us before they get here is how do I find a good cosmetic dentist Mm -hmm. so since Sabrina has been listening to this for (laughs) a while and she is a pre-dental student that will be going to dental school next year what is the first thing you think about when you're looking for a cosmetic dentist if a friend asked you hey Sabrina how do I find a good cosmetic dentist
1: I think the first thing that I would tell them is to look at their credentials and their education. For example, Dr. Esham is specifically credentialed by the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. And I think that is really important, along with his years of expertise, because he's been doing it for 25 years. So if you're looking for a cosmetic dentist, I would definitely look into how long they've been practicing. And then the second thing that I would recommend them to do is to go on their Instagram or their website or whatever and check out their previous cases, because I think that's like the greatest indicator of how you know the cosmetic dentist will be able to do something that you would like. For example, let's say I had really crowded teeth and I wanted Invisalign, but I didn't know if they could cure my case with Invisalign. I would just look in their Instagram or their website and see their previous cases to compare what it would look like before and after.
0: Good. Those are great ways, and that's that's how you know you should do your research, and and that's a great suggestion. And the research is involved in uh, finding out how the person was being trained, and also finding out what their cases looked like once they were trained. And so, if you see a case like yours and you see a great a great result at the end, then you know that person can handle your case. And unfortunately, um, I bumped into one of my ex patients. Uh, through uh, through the phone and then meeting her in person, and what has happened is um, she had been in our practice for a while, and we we talked about doing uh, four porcelain veneers work because much like that lady I showed you er- earlier, she had her teeth really worn down. Um, you know, she was a very well-educated woman, and then she had worked her way up in the corporate ladder, um, and but stress, you know, was part of her work, and so she. It, it, she expressed that on her teeth at night when she was sleeping. So she wanted a more feminine look, a little softer look. And so um, when we gave her the estimate for our porcelain veneers, um, you know, she kind of thought, wow, that seems kind of high. So she went out and went to another dentist and got an estimate from them. And um, lo and behold, the estimate was lower than ours. And So she thought, well, I'll just do it with them because you know porcelain veneer is a porcelain veneer, right? So um, about three months later, she called us back after that other dentist had redone those porcelain veneers twice and was actually doing them a third time, um, and asked us a question. You know, you know, am I is he doing it wrong or am I expecting too much? And so we invited her back and and looked at her teeth and looked at what was done and sure enough you know it could have been done better and not that i'm saying that other dentists can't do good cosmetic dentistry but the best way for them to show you they can do cosmetic dentistry is with their cases and so uh, that patient is coming back and we're going to actually take everything off and uh, and go and do it uh, the way she wants it and And the way way we show people the way they want it is when it comes to their temporaries, the temporaries are going to look just like your permanents. And again, that's something we cover in our other podcast is a way of making sure that you know you're going to get what you're thinking in your head and that the dentist is understanding what you're thinking in your head is uh, is for them to show you in the temporaries exactly the shape the size and the contour of, of the cosmetic dentistry you're gonna get in your mouth. And then from that, once a patient approves that, then we make the permanence. Because in my patient's case with the other dentist, she said, I just want four porcelain veneers, and the dentist gave, him, gave her four porcelain veneers, but they weren't anything like what she was thinking they are gonna be. So getting the temporaries, and at, if you're looking for a cosmetic dentist, asking them if they'll show you In their temporaries what their permanents are going to look like i think that's a good question to ask them once you're on a consultation
1: i think that's a great point to bring up because i remember one quote from our previous podcast where it's like not every cosmetic dentist is the same and that it's not like a toilet paper brand where you can just go to some different brand it's the same thing
0: every cosmetic
1: dentist is different and really do have to find the correct cosmetic dentist and look for their credentials and do some research and see their cases to really understand and make sure you're going to the right person.
0: Great. So this next question um, I submitted to us.
1: (laughs) Perfect. I have
0: more from patients, but I think this one is most important to our listeners. And and this is a question that cosmetic dentists or people looking for cosmetic dentistry do not ask. And they should ask. So can you think of what that question might be, Sabrina?
1: How important is my tooth structure? That's close.
0: That's close. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gonna tell you their tooth structure is very important, but the the more the way I was thinking about it is every every time you go to the dentist and you're thinking about cosmetic dentistry, the question you should ask that nobody asks is how much tooth structure are you gonna take oh, away to close. do this treatment and so uh, that is a very important question because um, as you lose tooth structure over your lifetime your dentistry becomes more expensive and more extensive and as good as dentistry is now and as good as our technology is now we still can't make a tooth the way mother nature made your teeth and so that's why my philosophy is to take very little tooth structure away with whatever enhancements I'm doing. And in most cases, I try to add if I, if I can do anything to the tooth. But with a porcelainer, you know, you're gonna lose about 50% of your tooth structure that shows above your gummo. And I've proven that several times by taking a digital scan of uh, mold, the digital mold of someone's teeth before preparation and then taking a digital mold of them after preparation. And when we compare those two and we subtract the volume, so to speak, the volume of your tooth structure, 50% of your tooth structure is lost with four front porcelain veneers. So don't jump to porcelain veneers right away. Think of some other ways that can save your tooth structure. And then that way, you'll have your, your teeth for a long, long time, and they won't be whittled down from to a porcelain veneer, and then it gets a crown, and then that crown you know, might break, and you have to have another crown, and then the tooth might start hurting, and then you might have to have a root canal, and that root canal lasts for a while, but then the old tooth might break, and you have to have an implant. And that's what happened to my front tooth, not because of that, but because I had a a accident in baseball, I got hit in the mouth. Um, So I ended up with a root canal, and it lasted 20 some years. Which is great, but at one point it gave out, and then that's when I needed an implant. So, the more tooth structure you can save in your lifetime, the better off you'll be, and um, you won't have the the kind of tooth problems that a lot of other people talk about. So that's the one question you should—that you don't ask—that I know patients don't ask, but you should ask, and that is how much tooth structure are you going to take away from doing this procedure, doctor?
1: I think that's the biggest point to take away from our podcast because we do like to promote minimally invasive cosmetic dentistry, especially with BioClear or Invisalign, so I think that's a great question to bring up and for patients to remember to ask their cosmetic dentists.
0: So one more question, Sabrina. Great. Do you want to bring it up or do you want me to bring it up?
1: Oh, I'll ask the question. So okay. the frequently asked question is how much are porcelain veneers? Good
0: question, Sabrina. How much are Forcing veneers? No, I'll answer this question. Okay. Um, we get these questions all the time, and it's not so much when the patients are in the office, but when patients are calling the office. You know, they'll call and they'll ask, you know, how much are porcelain veneers? And we're happy to tell people there the answer to that, but. That is again a, a good question, but it's not the main question you should ask or the answer to it shouldn't be the main thing you look for so porcelain veneers in San Diego right now run somewhere between a thousand dollars and Maybe as high as three thousand dollars. So that's a big difference And so you have to think about well, what is the difference in that? well, the difference in that is the expertise of the doctor Uh, The expertise of the laboratory technician and how well that laboratory can work with that doctor to give you the outcome of a natural looking tooth. But even a deeper question beyond how much are porcelain veneers is like, do you need porcelain veneers. And so that's the 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 question question you should have answered because a lot of times, patients get porcelain veneers and they don't need them. And so it doesn't matter how much porcelain veneers cost if you don't need them, because it's just bad treatment if you can do something else that will make your smile look great and um, without having to grind on your teeth or without having all the monetary cost of a porcelain veneer. So what's really important in the, when you ask think about price is more do you need it and whether there's something else that can be done that's more conservative on your tooth and probably even less expensive. And so we always answer that question when someone calls us on the phone but we also give them that background information is do you really need porcelain veneers or if you're if you're looking for porcelain veneers I don't think you want to have the cheap the cheapest porcelain veneers done. You want to have something in the high to middle area with someone who cares about you and cares about your teeth while they're doing it.
1: Perfect. And you don't want to end up like that one patient who went to their doctor and had to redo it three times. So that's a great question to ask.
0: So anyways, think about who who's doing it. Do your research, as Sabrina says. Uh, think about trying to do conservative things. And then choose the dentist that we'll answer all these questions for you and make sure you answer ask them that special question, how much of my tooth structure is going to be gone after you do this treatment, Doctor?
1: Okay, make sure you guys take notes on that because it's a great question. Other than that, I think we're all set, right, Dr. Esha? I
0: think so, it's great getting back with you, Sabrina. Yeah,
1: it's fun doing this podcast and I hope you patients out there really learn something from this and get something out of this so that you can, can get your dream smile, of course. Other than that, any last words?
0: Just uh, thank you all for listening to the podcast or watching us on YouTube. It's been great watching Sabrina disappear in and out of, <laughs> in and out of the screen share. Uh, um, and we look forward to our next podcast and, and the next subject we're going to have. Uh, but a lot of your answers, a lot of the questions to your answers, a lot of the answers <laughs> to your questions about cosmetic dentistry can be heard right from this podcast or even contacting it in my office. Happy to help you even if you're not. In
1: San Diego. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Getting Your Dream Smile with Cosmetic Dentistry. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. And if you guys have any questions or concerns about your smile, particularly, you can scan the QR code on the screen for YouTube or click the link in the description of the podcast and we can get back to you with your answers in the next podcast. Other than that, we can't wait to see you guys again and thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Getting Your Dream Smile with Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. David Esham. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to be notified about future episodes. Click the link in the description to fill out a form if you have any questions on cosmetic dentistry or your smile that you want us to answer. See you next episode.